LTN Con. It is day two. I am Radio Matt. And joining with me is Josh Wagner of one of our pre- uh, platinum. Was it platinum? Platinum. Platinum level sponsors. I was about to say premium. Uh, platinum level sponsors, uh, Animo. Animo Games. Yeah. Which uh, you have, let me just say, um, tempted me beyond what I am able to bear. <laughs> because my son is just now getting into Pokemon stuff, right. which my uh, my nephew uh, gifted to him as he's gotten mm-hmm. older. And I saw, I've, I've seen your stuff for years through LTN. Uh, and I looked at that and I thought, if I buy that like starter kit thing, I'm going to have to buy every single box you have here. Yeah, uh, we can do that. <laughs> we can so, make that happen. I'm assuming that's going to happen uh, <clears throat> before the day is over. But, uh, Josh, first of all, thank you for joining me. Yeah, uh, excited how, to be here. Yeah, how are you enjoying the con so far? Loving it. <laughs> I, I mean, we've done mostly what we've done so far is just like homeschool shows. Um, oh, okay. Nothing quite like it's a game but it, we're leery of like doing a big game thing sure. yet because of the uh you know it's it's geared towards specifically toward a christian crowd so we're this was a perfect venue for us yeah explain explain what the game is for those that might not understand right cuz I, so, I i alluded to it with the pokemon reference but yeah um heavily inspired by pokemon um but a totally different game it is uh, animo is a collectible card game a scripture-themed collectible card game. So you have these characters that are called Animo, and there's good ones and bad ones. There's Virtuous and there's Sinnies. Um, and they are fictional characters. They're fun because that's what kids are into. That's what they're drawn to. That's where we were at as parents with all these cards coming into our house. Um, but each one contains a virtue or a sin or hindrance or you know a struggle um, with a supporting verse as like the flavor text on the card is the actual scripture verse. Um, and there's two different games that can be played with it. Um, one is a very much like a two to four player sort of a trading card type of game where you build your own deck. You play against someone else that has built their own deck. Right. And you sort of, I don't know if you want to say battle, but we call it Sharpen Your Sword. It's an homage to accountability. So the animal, like I said, are fictional, but they are represent the, the sort of the hidden battle that takes place within our hearts and minds. That is you play as a yeah. truth seeker, which is an actual human character. And your deck is sort of like a representation of what's in their heart. Um, so it's like the daily struggles, the temptations, and when you um, your animal score points, just to sum it up quickly, the gameplay, you actually have sinnies in your deck, and those represent struggles that your opponent is dealing with. So like accountability, sharpen, you know, as one man sharpens another, you're revealing a sin in their life, and that sinny acts as sort of a, every sin has consequences, so there's like an an action or something that takes place, you got to shuffle this back, you get to discard or whatever, and then you have to, your opponent has to first overcome that sin, so their points go toward defeating that before they are added to their score. So you win by scoring 60 virtue points or defeating six sinnies, whichever happens first. How, how did you get to the point to work all this out to where that game would work? It um, sounds so clear and, <laughs> and like, so easy to understand. I, like I haven't played the game mm-hmm. myself, so I was like, I, I wonder if this is just a straight, like you know, gameplay mechanic like, that's used in all the other games, or yeah, like, no, I mean, you've there are definitely similarities. Really worked, yeah, but to you really work this out right. for like a a Bible based 
right without without having to compromise the idea like, i love the idea it, that it's not a battle it's an accountability right uh, <laughs> that's beautiful. and you don't have to play sinnies you can just straight up score points but then sure. you won't be able to slow one another down if that makes sense um and you can do like four players at a time but it really started as not like from a parenting perspective because our, we, our family loves games um, we've got four kids at the time when we started I think our oldest was maybe 11 and our youngest was three or something like that yeah and um, you know they were bringing Pokemon cards we had we had Pokemon cards up up the wazoo in our house. I mean, they're everywhere. And just observing that the way, and it was fun. My, my wife and I, I know some people are like, oh, Pokemon's evil, uh, Pokemon's harmless. And we were we were just neutral to it. It's like, I thought it was a fun time. And uh, my wife was like, I'm not crazy about it because there was some, like, you know, psychic. And um, she's like, I want to learn more about this. I'm not, you know, Simon, is our, he was our son, is crazy into it. He was sleeping with cards in his bed. She's like, I found this card. It's like dark power or something. <laughs> She's like, I don't know about this. So it started with like a parental struggle. And yeah. then it was like, but but ultimately, you know, we have just a season with our kids. And it's so packed full of stuff. So like our days are filled. And you want to be intentional spiritually with them. But at the same time, not like, okay, everybody come here. We're going to read scripture. We're going to do flannel graph or whatever. You know, if you can, if we could meet them where they're at with what they're interested in, what their passions are, have fun doing it, but still be able to spend some time, like the Bible says, you know, impress this upon your kids, take it with you as you go. So the younger ones, we made these cards first and just, because they weren't playing the, any training card games. Yeah. They were collecting cards, playing. Like, my daughter was like, I claw scratch you. And like, that was how she played, but she carried this thing with her everywhere. Yeah. And the older kids were trading and they'd have cards laid out. Friends would come over. They'd have shoe boxes of Pokemon cards and they're trading and studying. He would tell you everything. I don't know how to play the game, but I can tell you everything on this card. And my wife was like, that's what I want them doing with scripture. So the two just kind of came together at that point. And once we had that, it was not intended to be something that we marketed. Right. It was just like, okay, I want to, I want to wean them off of Pokemon, but my wife was like, well, you got to find a replacement. There was no replacement other than like old guys with robes, <laughs> which is, you know, an eight-year-old's not into that for the most part. There right. may be some, but there, my, I mean, our, our, ours wasn't. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so I couldn't find any, so I just started making them. So this was really just a, a thing for your family, and that's how it yes. intended to be. That's what I wanted. Beginning. I'm still like, <laughs> and I still don't want. I'm still this, scared that it, it, we're going because I've got you know I've got a full time job. Sure. What what happened was I made them for my kids and my nephews who were in town staying with us for Christmas. Um, so I made them for all of them a bunch of cards. There were ten characters, and they just had Bible verses. There was no game, and uh, they loved them. And my wife, my sister posted something on Facebook. My wife posted something on Facebook. I remember coming home from work one day. She's like, I've got a hundred orders. If you can, people want to buy them, if you can make some for their kids. Like just at what it costs us to make, you know, yeah. this is small print run stuff, very expensive. Yeah. And uh, I was like, my stomach dropped. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then me being like just a perfectionist, I'm like, I can't give them 
a pack of cards of just 10 characters. I need to make more. So right. that's really how it started. But then um, Josh, who you met, uh, is our kind of joined in. The other Josh. Um, and we were able to hash out a game together to make it actual a thing. So did y'all do Kickstarter or did y'all just build it from the... Yeah, no, we've... Uh, so originally as we started going... Um, Josh, my friend, my best friend from like the nursery at Sunday school. Oh, really? Like, we were eating animal crackers together. <laughs> um, he was like, "I love this. I think you have something. Like, let's like, I want to be a part of it. How can I be a part of it?" And at the time, we were talking with a friend who had published a book through an actual publisher, and I some hooked us up with something there, mm-hmm. and they wanted ten grand. 12 grand red, red flag right when they want money from you if you they think if you think the idea is great then you would be get, right offer some but anyway <laughs> so it's like we 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 talked about it and josh was like hey i got 10 grand let me in as a partner and uh we'll we'll do this thing long story short we never saw that money they didn't help us they went out of business mm. they went bankrupt we couldn't get a, a an answer from anyone so they gave us the name Animo, though. Mm. At the okay. time, it was Pocket Pets, which is actually a very bad. Like, if you Google that, there's these little um, animals, like sugar gliders, these little like squirrel-like creatures yeah. that are terribly abused. And so it's like a, a negative term. So we had to change the name. Well, that's good. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and but they came up with Animo, which um, is Latin, has different meanings, like of the spirit or to get breathe life into. Um, and the characters are very animal-like, so sure, yeah. it made sense, and we went with that. So they gave us the name, and then they disappeared, Weird. and they took our money. Weird. So uh, anyway, to get to your question, at that point, we were like, we're deep into this thing. Right. We lost the money we had. So, And I had, at that point, I put in thousands of my own dollars to make it. So we did go on Kickstarter um, to try to print enough to make it affordable sure. for people because you have to do large quantities and the way i was doing on demand was just not feasible so we funded our first campaign for the starter deck um that sold out in a year we we reordered without any crowdfunding we got a distribution deal with new day it was a christian distributor they, right. they sell to uh retailers across the u.s and canada um we did another Kickstarter for Cross Trainers, which Cross was the trainers, first right. expansion. Um, then another one for Red Letter Day. And each time it's, it's scaled up and we just keep growing. So, yeah, fantastic. we did. That's, that's how we got to, I guess, where we are. <laughs> that is fantastic. So how, how have you all gotten uh, involved with Love Thy Nerd initially? Um, that's a good question. I think... I think maybe Josh found it first. I don't. I don't. I don't remember the first point, but I remember. Okay, these are people. They're into games. They're into sharing the love of Jesus. I mean, it's everything that we're about. It's the same vision. Maybe we're geared toward the younger people, in general. I guess. Well, you're kind of all all inclusive, but um, it's when you when you meet people that have a shared vision, you just. Are drawn to that. Yeah. So I mean, it's either younger people or parents of younger people. I mean, right. No, yeah. <laughs> there's no real wrong way to eat a Reese's here. Right. Yeah. Uh. But that, no, it's, I don't remember my first interaction, and then 
um, I just wanted to be a part of, of something that, so I, I would I would hop on the Twitch streams and and I'll like in and out as, as subbing and uh, just I, I just you know like I said when you when you're keeping a light touch when you've got people <laughs> and the the gaming community in general is a very uh, kind and supportive community. Mm-hmm. We've found out because people are so eager to tell you, "Hey, we did, this is what helped for us with Kickstarter. This was what you know worked for us." And then when you add the the Christian aspect, you know, people that do Christianity in a right, you know, right, rightly, correctly, like in a loving, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because there's there's you can do it, you can do it not as loving, correct? If that makes sense, like correct. judgmental, yeah. and um, it's just very attractive. And uh, just that's great. So you are one of the very few, very limited uh, games with the distinction of the LTN loves this game. Yeah, uh, sticker. Excited about stuff. that. So we're, I mean, we're super excited to have you here. So Animo, you've got like I said, tons of stuff back there in your booth. Uh, but you, you told me you were working on towards something, a, a new product. Is it a new game? Right. Is it a new? No. Nope. It's so. What we're well, we've already developed it, but what we're doing, uh, what we have coming out now is it's called Fearless. It's the next expansion. Oh, okay. Um, it's all cross compatible with Red Letter Day, Cross Trainers, the previous stuff. Um, it's 130 new cards. Um, we're gonna have booster packs and and collectors kits and and all that stuff. But um, really, every expansion for Animal has a scriptural theme. So like cross trainers was really all the scripture takes place for between Acts and Titus or Second Timothy. It's like letters from Paul mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, Red Letter Day is all spoken words of Jesus, and then uh, Fearless. We just felt like there's such a um, fear. Like this past couple of years, there's there's just so much fear and like especially with our kids and you know school sh- we were we live very close to a school shooting that happened in Oxford last year um, we're in the same school same county and so it, it's not like it was when we were in school they're just and obviously there's a, there I guess there's a benavirus going around or something I heard something about that way back yeah, yeah. but like everywhere you turn it's <laughs> it's bad news right yeah. so um, my wife just felt we were actually going to go a different direction with the next expansion, but my wife was like, God's putting this on my heart. We need something that is just like, there's so much fear. We need um, a message of hope and courage and um, just like, not fear, fearless, fear, like or that. fearless, fearless. So are you working on that as a Kickstarter? No. So just, um, we are actually doing launch. pre-orders. Oh, okay. um, we opted to not go to Kickstarter. Uh, um, on this go around, um, and just do straight like pre-orders. We the thought was because Kickstarter takes a piece of the action, sure. And it's not all about, but we thought why not give that back to our followers, our fans, and just better discounts. So we're doing like a pre-order campaign to help raise the really the balance of production. It's already in production, and we're not. And it sounds like you're in a good place to now bet on yourselves. Yeah. Like, Kickstarter is kind of the place you go where, like, we're, we're not sure if we're still popular. Ideally, although there's this. some really big right. companies that... <laughs> right, that's true. But I think uh, I think y'all are in a good place right now. There's very exciting stuff, man. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. Was there anything else you wanted to share with everybody? Um, 
I don't want to cut you off. No, I don't think so. All right. Well, before you go, I want to put you to a test. Because we're going to be airing this on the morning show as well. And on our morning show, we like to play these little games. So uh, I'm going to have you play a game called Would You Rather. It's very similar to how you would play this anywhere else. Okay. Except what you're trying to guess is between these two options, which one you think most people would have guessed. Not what Not I would rather. What you would rather. Okay. But what most people would rather. Okay. And your goal is to get two out of three here. All right? Okay. All right. So your first one, would you rather never be able to touch the color, anything the color blue, or never be able to touch anything the color red? Um, I'm going to go with people would rather. I think of what things are blue and what things are yeah. red. <laughs> this is a kind of an intense question. I didn't come up with My first that. instinct was red. Most people would rather not touch red. Right, because that's a like a warning know, It's like the bad color. But you also can't touch like a McDonald's fry box at that point. That... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be a bad thing, but that might be a good thing, too. Could be a good thing. <laughs> Is that what you want to go with? Just go all smalls that come in the white wrapper. That's right. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so never touch the color I'm going, red? I'm going red. All right. You are correct. 58% agreed with you on that. All right, so that's one. Uh, oh, this is a nice one. Would you rather spend your vacation on the beach or spend your vacation skiing in the mountains? Okay, so me personally, hundred percent skiing in the mountains. Yeah, I'm not a beach guy. Right, the sand gets everywhere. Same, yeah, same, Ugh. same here. I hate it. But I would think most people are probably because I lo- I'm a Michigan guy. My family's all Canada and Northern, so I've got that cold blood. <laughs> gotta, yeah, My wife is Sicilian. She wants nothing to do with the cold. I'm gonna say more people want to be on the beach. Lean towards the beach. Yeah, sixty-three percent correct. Yeah, you got your two right off the bat. Okay. Josh, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah. Man, it's and been a pleasure. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to come over there and I'm going to buy that starter pack before <laughs> this day's over. I just know it. Uh, uh but uh, thank you so much for uh being a platinum level sponsor as well for LTN Con. We really couldn't have done it uh without you and uh our other sponsors. So, you rock and oh. uh, <laughs> feelings mutual. <laughs> thank you very much, my friend. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. All right. We'll be back.